Hi everyone, welcome back to the OrthoBullets podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of radiation therapy found under the pathology section at orthobullets.com. Let's begin with an introduction to radiation therapy. Radiation therapy works through two mechanisms of action, production of free radicals and direct genetic damage. Now let's discuss its indications. Indications of external beam irradiation include definitive control of primary malignant bone tumors, such as Ewing sarcoma and primitive neuroectodermal tumor, primary lymphoma of bone, hemangioendothelioma, and solitary plasmacytoma of bone. It is also indicated as an adjuvant to surgical excision, in particular to soft tissue sarcomas. It may be given pre- or post-operatively as an adjuvant to surgical excision, and no difference exists in overall survival and the timing of radiation. It is also indicated in palliative care and impending fracture fixation of metastatic bone disease. It is needed after fixation of impending or pathological fractures to reduce overall tumor burden. And remember that prostate tumors are very radiosensitive. Breast cancer is 70% sensitive, 30% resistant, and GI and renal tumors are not radiosensitive. Now let's discuss the specific technique. One rad is equal to one centigrade, and a typical dose is 180 to 200 centigrades per day. Remember that radiation is given in fractions as radiotherapy is cumulative, and the total dose of therapy is the summation of all the separate fractions given during therapy. In terms of the total dose, less than 45 grays usually leads to uncomplicated tissue healing. A total dose of 45 to 55 grays allows tissue healing, but with problems. And when more than 60 grays are given, the tissue is unlikely to heal. Now let's compare preoperative versus postoperative radiation therapy. In terms of wound complications, there are more wound complications with preoperative radiation therapy as this occurs in up to 40% of cases, but in less than 20% of cases with postoperative radiation therapy. In terms of edema, fibrosis, and joint stiffness, this is less common with preoperative radiation therapy and occurs in less than 15% of cases, but it occurs in more than 20% of cases with postoperative radiation therapy, although it is usually temporary. In terms of the radiation field, it is smaller with preoperative radiation therapy. And with regards to a pseudocapsule, preoperative radiation therapy allows for the formation of a pseudocapsule to facilitate closed margin resection. There is no pseudocapsule advantage with postoperative radiation therapy. In terms of tumor shrinkage, preoperative radiation therapy helps to shrink the tumor prior to surgery, whereas there is no tumor shrinkage advantage with postoperative radiation therapy. And with regards to local recurrence, there are local local recurrence rates with preoperative radiation therapy. Now let's discuss complications of radiation therapy. Soft tissue complications include early effects such as delayed wound healing, infection, and desquamation, as well as late effects which include fibrosis, joint stiffness, secondary sarcoma, and fractures. The post-radiation sarcoma is defined by the development of a sarcoma in a region previously radiated from malignancy. The incidence is about 13% and it is more frequent in patients with prior chemotherapy, and the overall patient prognosis is very poor. Post-radiation fractures have an approximate 25% incidence following soft tissue sarcoma resection and external beam irradiation. Risk factors for post-radiation fracture include radiation dose greater than 59 grays, weight-bearing bones, especially the femur, females, volume of bone receiving gut, anterior femoral compartment resection, age, periosteal stripping, so some advocate for prophylactic fixation if periosteal stripping is performed, and osteoporosis. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to radiation therapy, let's do some flashcards to test your recall. What are the two mechanisms of action? 
The two mechanisms of action are production of free radicals and direct genetic damage. Name the four tumors where radiation may be used as definitive treatment. Radiation therapy is used as definitive control for primary malignant bone tumors such as Ewing sarcoma or primitive neuroectodermal tumor, primary lymphoma of bone, hemangioendothelioma, and solitary plasmacytoma of bone. What is the radiation dose in grays that is most commonly associated with the inability of wounds to heal? A total dose of greater than 60 grays results in the tissue being unlikely to heal. List some of the pros and cons of preoperative versus postoperative radiation. The pros of preoperative radiation include that there is less edema, fibrosis, and joint stiffness, a smaller radiation field, it allows for formation of a pseudocapsule to facilitate close margin resection, it helps to shrink the tumor prior to surgery, and it demonstrates a lower local recurrence rate. The pros of postoperative radiation therapy include that there are less wound complications. What are the soft tissue complications of radiotherapy? The early effects include delayed wound healing, infection, and desquamation. The late effects include fibrosis, joint stiffness, secondary sarcoma, and fractures. What is post-radiation sarcoma? Post-radiation sarcoma is defined by the development of a sarcoma in a region previously radiated for malignancy. How would you describe the prognosis in post-radiation sarcoma? Overall patient prognosis is very poor. Name three risk factors for post-radiation fractures. Risk factors for post-radiation fractures include a radiation dose greater than 59 grays, weight-bearing bones, especially the femur, females, volume of the bone receiving it, anterior femoral compartment resection, age, periosteal stripping, and osteoporosis. Now let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 63-year-old female sustains a subtrochanteric femoral fracture after a fall in her home. Five years ago, she underwent resection of a left thigh leiomyosarcoma with adjuvant radiotherapy. Which of the following is not a known risk factor for development of pathological fractures post-radiotherapy? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Female Choice 2. Age Choice 3. Dose of radiotherapy Choice 4. Periosteal resection during sarcoma removal Or Choice 5. Method of radiotherapy administration. The best answer to this question is choice five, method of radiotherapy administration. The method of radiotherapy administration has not been shown to increase the risk of post-radiation fracture. The study by Holt et al. found 26% incidence of post-radiation fracture in 374 patients following combined surgical resection and external beam irradiation of soft tissue sarcomas. They also found that fracture risk was increased in females, patients older than 50 years of age, and those with higher doses of radiation greater than 60 grays. The study by Lynn et al. of 205 patients found a 29% incidence of fracture at 5 years follow-up. They found that periosteal resection was a risk factor for fracture occurrence. The approximate calculated risk of a femoral fracture for this patient is 25%. The second question is, compared to postoperative radiation therapy, 
preoperative radiation therapy has a higher rate of what complication? And the answer choices are choice 1, fibrosis, choice 2, lymphedema, choice 3, wound necrosis, choice 4, local recurrence, or choice 5, neuropathy. The best answer to this question is choice 3, wound necrosis. Radiation therapy is commonly used as an adjuvant in the treatment of soft tissue sarcomas, but a controversy exists whether it should be preoperative or postoperative. Radiation therapy can be given prior to or following resection of the tumor. Postoperative radiation is usually given in a higher dose to a larger treatment field. This commonly results in a higher incidence of fibrosis and lymphedema. There is no statistical difference in local recurrence rate between the two radiation treatment plans, neuropathy is more commonly a complication of chemotherapy, and preoperative radiation therapy has been shown to have a higher wound complication rate than postoperative radiation. That's all for this review about radiation therapy. We hope that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session from OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on orthobullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the OrthoBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the OrthoBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the OrthoBullets podcast.